We are Squawking Dead, a podcast pulverizing episodes of the Walking Dead universe, and we're live. I'm your host, David Cameo, and I am joined by Cosmomom09, Rachel Burt. First of all, we haven't gone live to, uh, to to cover an episode since the beginning of this season. And second of all, we haven't taken over for Talking Dead since Fear the Walking Dead because Talking Dead only decided to go on uh, the beginning of the season. Uh, did they go on? I think they get, went on for the mid-season premiere or or did for they the, just not go on until the season ender, season finale? They, they did one for the break. I don't know if it was before or after the break, but they, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Linda, what's up? Just to prove to you, I'm, I'm, we're live. <laughs> Linda, what's Hi. going on? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know what's happening. I can't see anyone. I can't talk to anyone. <laughs> yeah, we're just, we're obfuscated, you know? <laughs> okay, so so just to let everybody, <laughs> let's just let everybody know, we actually gave the meeting request to our coffee backers. Oh, what are coffee backers? Well, you see that thing on the lower left-hand side of the screen, that ko-fi.com slash squawkingdead? That's the way you can support us. Um, it's for $3 a month for less than a cup of coffee. You can get 30 days of exclusive access to our unedited recordings to be with us in the real-time chat instead of the laggy uh, you know, seconds behind YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook chat. We went on a little bit beforehand. We actually started recording a little bit beforehand. So, you, And I totally wish I would have gotten Rachel's reaction to that last <laughs> couple of scenes because it was precious. I wish I, wish I would have recorded right beforehand. So... Yes, we're live, Lois. We're live, and we're going to be here with you as we discuss this episode. So yeah, if you like what you hear, support us. Support us on uh, ko-fi.com slash squawkingdead. And if you give us coffees during this stream, this live stream, um, your message will show up in that lower left-hand side corner forever on YouTube and Facebook. So getting that out of the way, let's start talking some shit. (laughs) Okay, since you're the only one here, Rachel... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, actually, see, that's the thing. We, we have to take a moment to recognize that Rachel has been like a just sublime trooper, a sublime <laughs> trooper. She's been like, she's my constant, she's my rock. She's my rock, <laughs> she's my island. Um, and so that's the the only reason why I, I, I have to kind of point to Carol sometimes is because Rachel's been there consistently for every episode. So it's like, all right, I got to take somebody else's take, Rachel. Come on. <laughs> I hope you understand, Rachel. I hope you forgive me. But of that's course. my way of saying I love you and thank you Aww. for being here. So Of course. I so, love being here. Here. I don't ever without fr- without further ado though <laughs> let's let's get your let's see where we land let's give me your take man a lot of I feel like a lot of suspicions were confirmed this episode some obvious ones this we had a lot of answers to a lot of questions that we've had so far and it feels really really good this this almost feels like <laughs> like where a break would happen but I'm so glad that it's not because we're not gonna have to hang on right we're not gonna have to wait a month to find out what happens next so um, gosh I just oh my gosh it was just a beautiful beautiful episode i loved every single minute of it (laughs) it was a greg nicotero symphony i'd probably even say right yes it was just and i don't know if this is a consistent thing when greg nicotero directs whom by the way was the director for tonight along with the writer nicole moranti um whenever greg directs an episode i feel like walkers get a little bit more special attention in terms of build and in terms of like feature like so they there's like particular attention to focusing in on them and making them kind of like a feature of the episode 
episode? Absolutely. It's funny you say that because specifically the the walker that Carol interacted with that came up out of the ground, both times I, I saw that, I, oh my gosh, I just was staring at him. I'm like, oh, I, I would have absolutely loved to help build that walker right there. I mean, you could just see it was in the ground for so long. I mean, vegetation had started to grow over it. There was mud caked on its, on the skull. Yeah. The, the like, gra- the like vines and I don't even grassy stuff like, like attached root, to roots. its arm. Yeah. Yeah. Like root systems that take like, yeah, it was just, you know, the show always pays attention to detail and I, I say it all the time, but I appreciate that so, so much. And that Walker specifically just had me so captivated. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And even like, okay, take, take for instance, like if we're starting from the last scene, since we're live, we can kind of go backwards a little bit. <laughs> um, that one scene with Alpha and Negan walking through the woods, trying to get to Lydia, Lydia, mm-hmm. quote unquote, <laughs> um, that one Walker is just this, this, like this anchor to the scene. Like they're looking at the Walker from a distance. And there's such a vibe when it comes to that Walker, because it, it kind of reminds you of that Walker that was in the field in the beginning of the, the series. And then they have another oh. Walker last year. Yeah. I think it was in the storm. Like, like they were, the I, the, Walker. <laughs> yeah, that they thought oh, is that a whisper? Oh, what what's going oh, on here? Yes. Right. Yeah. So there's like these kind of callbacks like that that show up every once in a while that kind of make you think, you know? Okay. <laughs> like we're already getting questions. Uh Lois is like nice, saying, son. yeah. What who is, is it? Alex? Well, I we nobody knows. Ah. Alex is the Hilltop's doctor. We know, yeah. That's all we know. Alex is a doctor. Yeah. And and I think we said it last episode it was like it could be a guy, it could be a girl. Could be. We don't yeah, know. We d- we have not met Alex yet. <laughs> <laughs> and we Nisa saying Carol's a badass and she can take a punch. <laughs> or oh, or a right? or a cherry cheesecake. Now cherry I can take that out of my notes. <laughs> Thanks, Eugene. So so funny, funny, so I'm glad Nisa brought that up too. Uh, what I noticed immediately, and I don't I don't know what to chalk this up to, but right after Yumiko pops Carol, I, I almost expected there to be like, I don't know, a little split or like something. Like when you punch somebody hard enough, does that not break skin? Would she not have a mark there? <laughs> Yeah, I guess she, she didn't have. I didn't really notice a mark, actually. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, Yumiko, kind of pulling your punches or what? <laughs> Maybe though. I mean, I I don't know. If you really think about it, yes. like Yumiko's angry. Kate says it would normally create a mark or a, or a split if you yeah. get hit. Yeah, that's a sensitive area. So see how fast Kate could answer right now because Kate is <laughs> yes. actually in, Kate's actually in the real time chat right now. So it's like there's yeah. no lag, and so you guys are seeing this like three or five seconds or ten seconds behind. So I think the thing is, is that like Yumiko doesn't want to punch her to like kill her no 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 so, no no. so but she wants to hurt her you know yeah. she wants her to hurt like magna's hurting yeah exactly exactly mm-hmm. and so it's like one is enough and uh, do, <laughs> do we know even where she connected like physically no it right? looked it looked you know in this general area yeah i don't know and look carol's made of sterner stuff oh too, by the way the, sure. she's she's made of sterner stuff and uh yumiko's not trying to kill her and three i, I don't know i mean i don't think that's a really big point you know what i mean <laughs> so, well point point three three would be let's let's not forget who she used to be married to oh yeah 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 she's taking harder hits all right so i i think maybe maybe it's a good opportunity for us to kind of go through the uh, we don't usually i don't think we usually do this but to go like right back to the beginning of the episode where hilltop the battle hilltop is raging um and the first thing that i noticed like we can go through a lot of things but the first thing that i noticed was judith kills somebody for the first time oh yeah a human being a human whisperer and the one thing that i wanted to say was if I go, y'all. If I go, y'all. <laughs> 
because for all your talk about double tapping beta, you know, the first person Judith shot, thought she killed. I mean, like, I hate doing this. I hate doing this because I hate doing the, I was right and you're wrong. But like, but like she froze. She completely, completely froze. Not only did she freeze, like the guy died and you think, oh, that's Michonne's kid. She's supposed to stab him in the head. I'm like, she froze so hard. She didn't even think about that. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I think initially she thought she killed a walker and then the mask fell off. She saw that it was a human and that's what was like, whoa. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, and then not to kind of go to the end of the episode, but I do, there's part of me that kind of wants to get this out of the way. At the end of the episode, she has to deal with Earl as well. So this is two people she's had to watch die. Mm -hmm. And she got to see this from both sides. She got to see an enemy dying and still freezing and feeling something, you know? And then also you get to see Earl die. She gets to see Earl die. She has to see Earl die. And it kind of goes back to the last episode where Daryl was saying, those aren't just walkers that are hanging from the, from the rafters. That's Those were people. And so she got to see two examples, both of which made her pause. The enemy and a friend. And so it just goes to show, I'm not worried about Judith being one of those right. kids in the apocalypse. <laughs> it's kind of what Daryl was saying, you know? And, and what yeah. he's, it's like he was saying, like, you know, when you realize that these aren't just walkers, it's, it's kind of affect you. Yeah. And it should. It should affect you. <laughs> Please let it affect you. <laughs> right, right. I, I completely agree, Kate. It was absolutely heartbreaking to watch her reaction when she walked in the room and kind of was piecing together what had happened. And, you know, it's it's amazing that Judith still has that much humanity considering she grew up in this. Like, she doesn't have any memories of going to the movies or owning a cell phone. <laughs> like, she grew up in this and she still is that good of a person in her core to, to you know, have pause like that. So right. this world has not tainted her. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were hoping. <laughs> we were yeah, hoping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, that was the case. Um, everybody's like saying that. That was heartbreaking too, by the way. Yeah. yeah, and and Linda's saying I'm worried for Judith, but I don't think you have to worry anymore. I don't think you have to worry. Well, so much. worried in what capacity though? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, actually, she's saying she's not okay. Hmm, that's that's hmm. yeah. We don't know what the ramifications are going to be. Okay. I have a feeling she's going to be okay, right? But I, we don't I, know. I think she'll get through it. But yeah, that I mean, that's got to mess anybody up, especially a child. Yeah, but maybe yeah, maybe what Linda's saying is is actually going to be pertinent to the rest of the season too. Like, well, how maybe this oh. is something they don't just drop. Maybe this is something they use to mm-hmm. further Judith's character development. That's not small right no that would yeah i could see it going that way yeah he hates asking you know how how it's a good point but i keep saying she's gonna uh saying that she's gonna break but how can she break when she was brought up in this world yeah well that's that's the double-edged sword right like Mm -hmm. she she probably has a propensity to survive but survive what yeah survive the apocalypse but survive people she knows dying right Mm -hmm. so and then the the mental strength that it takes to to be able to do all that to do what it takes to survive yeah yeah precisely that that to me, I think she she has, or at least she has most of it. She has like the the underlying software. To right operate now, with. she needs the experience and to use use that mental strength that that I think she has. Yeah, and and I think Linda's right. We're gonna see her kind of get through all of this mentally. We'll see how strong she is. Yeah. She'll come out. She'll yeah, come out. Jimmy, Jimmy says let let uh, Judith hang out with Auntie Carol. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe no no maybe. you know what i love carol but do not send your kids to her <laughs> this does not seem to work out well for pe- for kids don't do it <laughs> she'll be on that cookbook no <laughs> oh gosh yeah there's no more room on the cookbook <laughs> <laughs> oh my i mean there is but no <sighs> But don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) So next scene is basically Eugene foolishly going back to the to get the radio while Rosita goes, Eugene, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) 
But did you, I didn't, like, I really didn't think, I mean, part of me was just like, what am I seeing right now? Like a grown man, knowing that he has a date next week, I don't know. Maybe he was, a, oh, well, it does kind of go back to that scene that with him and Carol, like he probably immediately thought like, there's no way I can, I don't know, maybe it was just so bad. It does tell you how bad the Battle Hilltop was and how yeah. like when you look back at Barrington House burning, um, yeah. you know, there's a part of you that doubts that you'll be able to do this because your community needs you, right? So yeah. like, how can when, I think of myself? Oh, right. I, well, do you, okay. For in Eugene's case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess when I, when I saw him look up there and see the, the thing burning, my, what I first thought was, okay. And I don't, I don't know how many people can relate. So if you, he's never met this person, right? Okay. That radio is his only connection to Stephanie. So when he looked up there and saw that building, I almost felt like for a moment he saw Stephanie burning. Like he had to run up there and rescue her. Oh, wow. I didn't even think, I didn't really think that. I don't know. But that's really, that's a good But when you're in a panic and that is his only connection to her, if he loses that in his mind, he loses Stephanie. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But going back to also Carol, like what's interesting about that scene is how you have carol who yes it's she's doing this for her people in a way but she's there's the underlying motivation is really because is is really revenge mm-hmm. i mean she killed my kid she decimated the kingdom etc cetera, etc cetera. um and you have eugene who's like i can't go meet this person it would be selfish you know my people need it's like two ways of caring about your people yeah you know and, and these mm-hmm. two things and these two people finally meet and you see these two polar opposites almost saying and, and it's almost as if like Eugene found the exact person to tell him, yes, go see that lady. Go. I would. <laughs> of course right. I would. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, he's almost got to, right? I mean, this could be the only, his only chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can you imagine if anybody else had said this? Like, if you went to anybody oh. else for this advice, it's very possible you'll be like, shut shut the fuck up. Right? She, Just wait, man. I mean, dude, we, Nabila is burnt <laughs> up, man. She needs your help. <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, yeah no kidding (laughs) yeah yeah jimmy's like take off bro come on bro (laughs) gotta take off um Oh, um, Kate, he's going to see Stephanie, the girl that he's talking to over the radio. Yeah, exactly. He's going to go meet her at the train yard in a week. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. <laughs> across the Kanawha River. Oh, my God, it's burned into my brain now. <laughs> at the Kanawha. Charleston rail, Railway Rail Station, <laughs> south of the Charleston Rail. South of the, yeah. <laughs> south of the Kanawha River. Wait, okay. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. It's just jumbled yeah. up. It's like I have dementia or something. <laughs> anyway, <so. laughs> but it's all there. Yeah, it's all it's all there somewhere. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's all jumbled. Jumbled. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay, so when Magna popped onto the scene, okay, let's walk through this a little bit step by step because, okay, let me tell you my take. Because I was going to say, oh, you tell okay. me, no, it's me. It's, go, it's you me. go, go. Because <laughs> I was like, is this real? I was like, are they seeing Magna? There's part. There's a part oh. of me is like, is Yumiko like imagining this? And even mm. and even when Carol was looking on, I was kind of still kind of like, well, <laughs> is she looking at Yumiko like staring out into space, about to shoot an arrow, putting it down, or is she seeing Magna and realizing, oh dang? I mean, I'm glad she's not dead, but oh dang, this could come to come back to haunt me. Uh huh. Like so, I, what was your feelings right when you saw that? Yeah. See, even uh, Linda. Linda was saying like, oh, I thought it was a dream. Yeah. Kate said she thought she was a walker. Right. Um, no, like, I didn't. Nope. My, what, as soon as I saw Magna's face, I looked at Eric and I went, she went full Nick from fear. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And she, she does kind of resemble Nick too. A little bit. 
bit. Frank Delane, even. Similar features, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like the the wild hair and and, and the the darker complexion, too. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God. By the way, and you know what? Uh, Renee Renee saying that, too. Iowa mom of three. By the way, Undead Walking um, contributor. Yes. Shout out. (laughs) See? Proving that we're live. We're live. Um, yeah, she says that uh, she thought she was a walker and thought Mika was just imagining also. Yeah, I, which is, by oh, the way, goes to like the effect that they wanted. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that mm-hmm. they wanted. If people are thinking the same thing, there's something about getting it just right to where people see the same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Linda, I'm not going to say. Oh, no. I wanted to. But say like, it. <laughs> okay, because there are a Uh-oh. couple of people that were like commenting about Magna's mouth in this episode, like or like Nadia Hilker's mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're just, I just, we'll just leave it there. <laughs> Okay. It, it okay. did. It did bother me in the dialogue scene with uh, Yumiko, but let's just say we all saw it, and we were all like, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm." Defo. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to get canceled, folks. Thank you. See you. Happy. Good night. All right. <laughs> we we already dealt with uh, killing kids in the apocalypse, and then oh my gosh, that right? turning into some sort of racism thing for some reason. The two white kids Somehow. and they turned to brown kids. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so Magna and Yumika definitely broke up though, right? That was that was a definitely a dumping scene. Okay, so you want to skip to that because let's talk about that. No, they did <laughs> no? not break up. They did no, you don't not think break so? Up. I think I think that the dialogue may have been handled a bit weirdly. Okay. Because I, I thought they broke up too. However, <laughs> uh, it, I think it started with, with I can't do this anymore. And then... And then talking about how great it was was to not be together. Right, in the interim. Yeah. This was in the interim. Mm-hmm. Like, it was great to have, to get some sleep, you know, it's like, and not, and not hoard the pillow, and like, I don't snore. Mm-hmm. But I think she meant, I can't do this anymore. I can't fight anymore. Mm. That's what it was. Okay. I, I really turned it over in my brain. Okay. And, and it, it sounded like they were breaking up, but just the way the dialogue kind of came off. It was very lighthearted at the end, kind of joking about, yeah, that, I was a little confused, but my takeaway was dumb but yeah, you've changed my mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. only because I thought about it a lot, and um, and I think it, Kate it, agrees too. It, it did seem that way, but but it, it, the dialogue could have been handled a little bit better, or maybe that was intentional. I don't know. Maybe I, we... could, yeah, not putting everything right out on the surface. Yeah, Pat Watt agrees with me also on uh, yeah. Periscope. Yeah, uh, I think I got people to because I think everybody thought they broke up. Yeah, I, that was, the, I did. And since we had the luxury of kind of watching it in advance and like watching it again and then again and then taking notes, we can really like. Again, we do see Negan trouncing across the uh, the ashes of Hilltop, and that dude, that Hilltop survivor that I was talking about in the trailers, mm-hmm. gnarlier than I could have ever imagined. That was so. Again, just beautiful work. And whose fault is that? I mean, who, I mean, who's who's <sighs> to credit you. for that? <laughs> Thank you, Nicotero, <laughs> my uh, idol. <laughs> like even from the trailers, we kind of knew that Negan was gonna take that guy out, right? Like take that hilltopper I, out. It felt I like think so. Yeah, that's what it was leading towards. Mm-hmm. But you know what that means? That, and that's the only thing, the only thing, only thing that got me to think, oh, Negan may be on our side because he she, because he knows that Alpha does not want him to do that. Right. You know what I mean? So like Alpha wants these people as guardians, people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and so you do see him take the take the hilltopper out and he's like, ah, oh, force of habit. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I guess I missed. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't miss the <laughs> 
Yeah. And that's, mm. that like got my, finally got my wheels turning. Like, okay, oh. something's, something's going on here. There is this weird parallel going on. We're, right now we're in episode 10, 12, right? Season 10, episode 12. Last year on uh, episode 9, 12, Alpha got Lydia back from, had just gotten Lydia back from Hilltop. Mm. Yeah. And they were walking back to their camp and Henry's following after her, etc. So you figure out here that in this one scene right here is that I don't have everything I want. And then that's Lydia. Like, mm-hmm. so it's weird that we get this this weird parallel. We're like, we're back at Hilltop. <laughs> we're back at the gates. And now Lydia, and now Alpha does not have Lydia, does not get Lydia. And, and then you're like now knowing how this episode ends, there's like this weird, like full circle feeling. Like if I was a fortune teller, I probably could have told how this thing would have laid out. Like, <laughs> Like, oh, Alpha's dying in this episode. Yeah. Be based on that alone. So anyway, that that's thought I'd bring it up, folks. I thought I'd bring it up. It's kind of interesting. Um, it's very interesting. I like I love when they when they do that, you know, the episode parallels. I'm just not I don't know. I, I don't it doesn't jump at me like that. I don't I don't I don't know what how what to attribute it to. I don't see, like I, I guess I don't remember exactly what happened this episode last season to to draw those parallels. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I think I just randomly just saying, I just randomly thought wait, wait, where were hmm. we last year last year mm. around this time we were just getting introduced to the whispers like around this time like we saw them kill jesus oh yeah but then we walked into the next season a couple episodes of lead in before we really got to see them and then so i was thinking oh right about now see what i really thought was right about now oh alpha's at the gates asking for lydia so that was the mm. episode just before so 9 11 it turns out we were 9 12 where she gets her back which is interesting so i, I pat says i always thought nega was on our side and i was and i was thinking like and what we'd been saying for the last few episodes was like, I don't know. Like I, I, I didn't know. Like meaning I, I ultimately knew that Negan was not necessarily going to be on our side at the end, but like he's going to contribute in some form or fashion to our group. Mm-hmm. But I was open to the possibility that, and, and I'm still not kind of wrong that he's kind of team whispers in a weird way, like in a weird way, like in a, now it's just like a slim kind of way because, and we'll talk about that when it comes to Alpha and Negan's dialogue, because there's a lot to parse out in that yeah. but um oh my god rachel rachel's there rachel blue twd meme queen on facebook hey and she had her own discussion <laughs> by the way tonight live so uh so i love mirroring the comic uh the mirroring of the comic art the cover art of negan holding alpha in the yeah. scene when they're standing together in the field yeah yeah and mm-hmm. we will we yeah, will definitely get oh, to yeah. that i cannot wait i don't know i only really questioned uh negan's loyalty to us i think once and it was a couple weeks ago you had finally convinced me that he was fully whisperer and I and I Whoops. did agree, right? And I did agree, but then I ultimately said, you know, he he might be Team Whisperer now. Right. But he will eventually come back and and you know help us out. Yeah, we were but, on the same page on that. Yeah, one. yeah. But I don't know now. Now seeing how things played out, um, Carol made a very good point last week, and she called him, you know, our Dante, and that I our, think was our a Carol, very, OG Squawk and D. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Called him our Dante, and I thought that was a perfect description yep. because Dante. Messy. Fully. Well, he fully came in and became one of us. Yeah. So, and that's so he what he fully came in and became did. one of them. Yeah. Yep. That is a really, really good parallel. Yeah. Negan being the Dante mm-hmm. of the Whispers or the, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, of our gang. But I do maintain that there is something really, really fucking fishy about, I mean, if you're going to have Carol go full ham on trying to get the horde, and maybe that was her part, her piece in trying to take down the Whispers, fine. Mm. But it, she was so gung ho that she was willing to 
to kill, uh, willing to put people in harm's way to do it. And so, I mean, you could almost, if, if I had to boil it down to something, it's like Negan be Neganing and Carol be Caroling, right? And so, yeah. which is, I mean, it's not <laughs> satisfying to me on a narrative level because if Carol was the one, and she is the one who released the Negan, um, mm-hmm. then why be so desperate? If you have somebody on the inside that can affect the outcome, why yeah. act so desperately? And that's mm-hmm. the only, and we mentioned this last week, why, how could it be Carol if she's so desperate to take out the horde? And the only way, I, again, like the only way I could boil it down is Carol be caroling. <laughs> and, and, you know, yeah. Eh. She but also we made a- We all guessed that it was her, though. Yeah. We all we, guessed we that. We did it was guess Carol. that. Like right um, from the jump. Yeah. 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 Right from that episode, we, we said it could have been her. Um, she also did say, and, you know, maybe it was just sort of like her being jokey, but she's like, took you long enough. So I don't, maybe part of her panicky panicking was him taking so long and she felt the need to speed the process up. I don't know. What the hell's wrong with you, Carol? <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> Or you just made a good point. Maybe her part of the deal was, I'll handle the horde, you take out Alpha. Right, yeah. What took you so long? Uh, You didn't do so well yourself, Carol. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe take your time. I guess, and that's probably part of the problem because the more I thought about it, again, it's messy. It's real messy. But if you really, really do think about it, it does bring you to the scene with Negan and and, um, and Aaron. Because once you're done with the episode and you get a chance to digest, it takes you back to that scene and you see and you see and the thing that makes you kind of question it is what happens after that scene but mm-hmm. Negan is sitting there Aaron's like I'm gonna kill you motherfucker <laughs> and like and Negan's yeah. like well so slow down oh, there no. I, I can explain and like see there's a thing I have with Carol right now we're trying to take out the whispers but but no you don't get to that part right. and then the thing that makes that kind of makes your brain go is Negan just going yeah now. Uh, Bye. I'm gonna I'm just gonna go now yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Goodbye. Man, that 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 scene with um, Negan and the one walker that just kept passing. <laughs> yeah. That. By the way, that's a good way of going back to that as well. But like, I was yeah. laughing so hard at that. He's like, really? What? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's funny. Can't even do this right. <laughs> I let a bunch of humans to survive <laughs> in a warehouse with air conditioning, by the way, and I can't seem to wrangle this one fucking walker. Right. Well, batter up. <laughs> but yeah, you oh, forgot the one the the funny thing that springboarded into that one scene. Oh yeah, between him and Beta. Ready me two knives. <laughs> Which was another comic book reference. Right. Which we, we weren't sure we were going to get. Uh, yep. We kind of thought we yep. got it that one scene where they first kind of meet, but mm-hmm. like the Jolly Green Giant reference, but. Yep. Keeps getting better. Keeps getting better. <laughs> and maybe we'll, I don't know. There's so much that where I, will, will Negan ever see Beta again, right? So if what will Negan, that look like? If Negan sees Beta again, it will be fighting <laughs> because there's no way Negan can go back to the Whisperers now right right what's he gonna say hey where's alpha (laughs) and who's the guys in this scenario (laughs) 
Yeah, I guess I am the lioness. <laughs> anyway, Beta's going to take revenge. Run, Negan. <laughs> uh, yeah, Beta was so brutal with Gamma and Mary. Hilt- uh, Hilltop is gone. Maggie will return. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I-, I am sad to see Gamma go. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's let's get this one thing out of the way, though. Frown and McTwo knives. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> Negan spotting Lydia hobbling away, which get- brings us to Aaron. Just to kind of bookend the Aaron thing, like, it- there is the messy thing about that whole thing is that, like, there is a plan and it's messy and both of them could for some reason could not felt like they could not share the plan because if you isolate if you the more people you let know if you get captured I mean this is my assumption of course Mm -hmm. the more people you let in on it if somebody gets captured it'll let them in on the plan it's just like Dante Dante the way they let Dante in was it was just Alpha it was just Dante and the information was flowing in only in one direction one bi-directional way just Dante just Alpha I don't think he even beta like we said we, we asked this question like when, when mm-hmm. we saw the behind the scenes of dante going to alexandria it was like mm-hmm. i don't even think beta knew about it no right i don't think he did and so in this similar fashion parallel carol being alpha of our alexandrians <laughs> sends out negan which yep. by the way uh yeah i mean similar it's funny how like in some way oh my god and now i'm thinking about this too much but like <laughs> here's the question <sighs> Do you think Negan is the new Dante? Like for real, like actual, like comic book Dante? And do you think? No. That's so weird, though, isn't it? Like, no. of course, no. You know, it doesn't you make know sense. Where that's going right? No, yeah. absolutely Glenn's, never, Glenn's never, killer. ever, 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 ever. Maggie and Dante end up together in the comics. That would yes. never, ever, ever happen. With ever, Negan. ever happen. Ever. No. <laughs> By the way, I'm marking your words in the event that they do this. <laughs> if like, they do, oh no, they won't. There's no way. There's there no is way, no right? Way. But no what, way. If, what if would, they what if they get us to swallow anything at this rate? <laughs> if, if I could say if, if they do this, I would shave my head, but I already did. I'm that confident. Like <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> if they do this, I will grow my hair out double. Oh, by the way, Linda, <laughs> Linda, see you out. I know it's like 3:42 in France, oh, so it's like five hours ahead. So thank you I for sticking done. around. By the way, she's thank the best, you. absolute best. <laughs> at this rate, like, and I'm not saying I'm a schmuck because I literally <laughs> just called them out on how messy they're. Carol needs situation was no. but yeah if they could somehow convince me narratively that that's possible i mean they deserve everything <laughs> i don't know i'm not saying it would i don't think it makes sense obviously but god man that bothers me it just bothers me that it's a thought mm-hmm. anyway so yeah oh you know what we skipped over what uh magna talking about connie oh yeah, well because we're jumping around okay so right. yes um connie she said she lost connie right we, i'm the- not convinced she's dead yeah. i hope nobody is yeah i'm 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 not convinced either. I'm yeah. not convinced either. I think they just got split up. Yeah, I mean, if you don't see a body, right? Exactly. Which means anything can happen. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen, though? Well, I mean, they, they, I mean, it happened how Magna said they just got separated by the herd and everything, and um, it is a little strange that Connie didn't show up at Hilltop, you know, in this in a similar manner that Magna did. That's a little concerning. Yeah. But I still don't think she's dead. I don't know. Maybe she broke away from the herd at some point, and she's. Uh, you know, going to approach someone in a different way. Yeah. Maybe she's somewhere entirely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they were at one point part of the same herd, but Connie could have, you know, walked away. <laughs> 
Yeah, but got to the edge and jumped out. Here's the thing about herds, though, and if you're part of one, is that if you do start walking away, a couple will start walking with you. True. So that's a bit dicey, right? She could wander away far enough, and if there's only a few behind her, take them out. Right, right. Well, if you're lucky, right? I mean, even (laughs) even Alden and Kelly, when they were running away, they're running away. Alden, Mm -hmm. sorry, Alden, Kelly, and Mary. Um, you know, again, the show does take a moment to remind us these things. Oh, I could kill walkers. No, no, you idiot. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. And you, there's, if there's even a possibility of getting bit, that's it. It's a, it's a wrap. You're done. Mm-hmm. So some people don't want to take the chance. And most people don't want to take the chance. No. There's this really weird thing where even, I think even some carolers, uh, that's C-A-R-Y-L, you know, Carolyn <laughs> Darylers, will, will even say, oh God, let this guy get something. Let this guy <laughs> get something. Even though I saw a couple of, of, of them being like, yes, yes, just go to him, AKA Daryl. Like when she's talking, when Carol's talking to Eugene, take your own advice, mm. Daryl. Go to Daryl. Oh, jeez, like, oh, guys, come on. <laughs> come on. Can we? Come on. Can we just grab the rope? Can we get? Can we get tethered to reality <laughs> here? <laughs> and again, I don't begrudge, but I just thought that was a bit of a reach. Anyway, so yeah. let's move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, when I was watching the live tweet of this episode, everybody was dissing on Alden. Mostly. Mostly everybody. Yeah. And like, come on, come on, Alden, don't, don't get off your cross. <laughs> I'm like, like, did you not watch our episode last week? I know, right? Alden ain't wrong. I mean, he's not right, but he ain't wrong. Right. The only thing I thought was, you know, at this point, the kid's screaming. He's going to attract walkers. Just try anything at this point. Right. You need to silence the baby. (laughs) As I said to Tiffy, by the way, shout out to her. She's not even here. But I said, silence the whimperers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, you know, all reason aside, was it the right choice? Was it the wrong choice? Who cares? The baby it's the right choice at the time. Crying. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Sometimes it's not about what you want. It's just about it's exactly. just about doing the right thing that helps everybody survive. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's it the was thing, too like, late at that point anyway because they were already there. They had yeah. already gotten stern. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, what's the point? You know, get off your cross. <laughs> yep. No, I mean, like you can't be, you can't begrudge him. But yeah. here's the interesting thing about this scene is it's the three people that are in this scene. You've got Alden, former savior. Mm-hmm. You've got Kelly uh, that was welcomed into Hilltop after Alexandra yeah. was like, no, no, no. And you've got Mary, the ultimate, like, I killed my sister. And you have okay. all these three people who are part of these different things that were kind of iffy. But but that's my point is that this is what Hilltop represents. Hilltop re- represents taking people in, taking a chance on them. Mm-hmm. And I said, like, from Rick Grimes all the way all the way down the line. Isn't yeah. that something beautiful? Yeah, absolutely. Like, these three people find themselves in a scene. So mm-hmm. I just thought that was very interesting to point out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they could have put three other people or, well, two other people, you know, but they chose wisely. <laughs> I'm sure they could. <laughs> There's only so much room in a scene, right? Right, right. <laughs> like Jerry. No, wait, no. Jerry was awesome all the way through. Jerry right. did nothing wrong. Um, Jerry, but, uh, Jerry always does everything right. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry and, does no wrong. Yeah, Jerry does no wrong. Uh, hashtag. Uh, but in other news, yo, that neck, neck wound though, Kelly. <laughs> What right? up with that? What was that all about? I think it's just burns, to be okay. honest. It looked bloody, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
maybe a cut. Okay, you. you I'm gonna say a cut. You and me both are like, please, don't, please don't let it be a bite. Please don't, let it, be a bite. Bite. don't, be a don't bite. let it be a bite. Like, but I'm doing, I'm doing this thing. No, idiot. You don't know anything right now. So stop jumping to conclusions. But it's Kelly. It's Kelly. Right? Damn it. So I, I'm trying not to. I'm really trying not to. Well, we didn't see who put the bandage on. I mean, did she bandage herself? Did somebody else put it on? Because if somebody else put it on and it was a bite mark, uh, they're not uh, just gonna send her off you. with a baby. Damn you. Because it, it totally looks like she did that herself. It kind of does. Think, yeah. think about it. It looks so shoddy. I know, I know. It looks so bad. It's not a bite. It's, it looks like a toddler she did just it. Got, like cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what I think too. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, in other stupid news, <laughs> I don't want to think about this anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, what's interesting is that I don't know how you got this, but you, I think you were the one who figured out Mary's name way beforehand, like when the episode aired. Her sister's name, yeah. Earlier on in the season, 90102, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Francis. I don't know how. <laughs> I can tell you how. How did you find out? Uh, I watched TV with captions on, and when she spoke, it said, Francis. Words, words, words. (laughs) Francis, words, words, words. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Francis crazy talk. Francis says, blah, blah, blah. That's so funny. I I think you even said it on the episode. I just totally forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which the episode was, we we are the end of the world. Yes. Um, And the reason why I brought that up, because I thought it was like last year for some reason, because I kept looking for these parallels between like last year, this year kind of thing. Oh, see, yeah. What's interesting. Yeah. Only 10 episodes ago. Um, only oh the season um this was the first time she says her sister's name out loud though yeah yeah mm-hmm. well i mean this is the first time ostensibly when we hear her name technically mm-hmm. um until the captions ruin it but still yeah we, we really <laughs> didn't know what it was um mm-hmm. so there's a lot of interesting ish, interesting things about bringing up francis both gamma and francis have this weird freaky hearing and that's why beta brought them to this mission in in um we are the end of the world which is basically the the, the alpha beta backstory sort of how they got together how they became who they were were. Um, but Beta brings the two sisters because they have this weird freaky hearing. And Mary, when they're sitting down, hears the whispers, seems to be able to hear the whispers from very far away. I didn't pick up on that until I actually rewatched that scene with her sister. Oh. Um, where she can hear them in the buildings. Mm-hmm. They like superhuman hearing. Yeah. And, and like, it brings me back to like when Mary was saying like, I was nothing, I was pretty ordinary. And I'm like, <laughs> you fucking have superpowers, man. <laughs> what right? the fuck's up with that? <laughs> You're not ordinary. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're extraordinary. You and your sister. <laughs> Um, but this kind of actually leads me to another parallel, which is which is really interesting. Of from that episode into this episode, so Mary does the self sacrifice thing, and like by killing the walkers outside the van, putting Alden Kelly and the baby in the in the van, and she's having this moment where it's like she's looking up at the sky and she's looking at the light, the sunlight between the tree branches, yeah. and it brings me right back to that scene where Francis is looking up and she says, "This yep. the sun feels differently today. Can you feel that, sister?" Burn burning my skin she like it's said. burning right into our skin yes. yes yep yep and that's i thought, I thought yeah. the same thing you thought the same thing i I'm did ver- yeah yeah i had to go back though to get the exact <laughs> words right because it's such a like a beautiful nod mm-hmm. to her sister like down to the hearing because i don't know if gamma had that same hearing but the fact that she had it here could mm-hmm. mean one of two things either they both are gifted with hearing which is the odds of that are very low or like well they were sisters i mean that would that would raise the odds 
Right, right. It would raise the odds. But how often is it that you have the same exact talents as your siblings? It's not, it's not no. often. Not unless it was some genetic quirk. Mm. Everybody in their family has unblocked eardrums. Exceptional and- hearing. All right. <laughs> right. But I was just thinking, wouldn't it be beautiful if Francis inhabits her? This is, I know this is very woo-woo, but wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be funny like that Francis was with her in this moment, holding the baby, um, protecting everybody instead of throwing them at walkers, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and mm-hmm. saving herself. Um, and then doing the right thing in the right moment, looking up and then saying, I know what you're talking about now, Francis. Like I, the sun, I'm feeling the sun and it feels good. It doesn't feel like it's mm-hmm. burning into my skin. It feels right. And then yeah. just when things start to feel right. Yep. Brownie McStabby two knives. Right. <laughs> Stabby I totally, McStab knives. I totally called that scene too. I yeah. called it right. Yep. As soon as she knelt down, um, actually Eric, she got down on her knees and she went, oh, Eric went dead. And I went, here comes beta. <laughs> <laughs> and Did you sure miss enough, me? Yep. <laughs> I went, called it. <laughs> and, and what was so interesting about that scene? Somebody actually yelled out and said, well, and I'm not sure if, cause Eric did, does Aaron survive the encounter with beta in the comic? He does, yes, right? Yes. Okay. Somebody mm-hmm. said that, like, oh, that that was supposed to be for Aaron or something, and I I'm not, I wasn't sure if Aaron dies or something like that. So, regardless, I thought I I saw that one frame in the comic, mm-hmm. and I don't know who who's the one oh, that beta fillets, right? They may be. Uh, they we need Carol here for this. <laughs> we'll catch you in the next episode on that one. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> that's why I wanted Let's her here. Come back shame. to that. What if Carol just pops on randomly right now? Oh, right. I'd be, I'd be so happy. That be like so like did somebody call my name <laughs> yeah if they're if they're thinking of the comic book scene i'm also thinking of um it wasn't aaron right it was gabriel right yeah yeah but here's the thing I, when he did that to mary that's what i instantly thought because i, I was thinking in my head she should have whispered <laughs> <laughs> all I was thinking. All I was thinking. Oh man! Right? I don't yeah, know. The, I, thought, I don't. I didn't know. I just saw the one frame, so I don't really um, know the scene so, yeah. so much. But I thought. Um, well, actually, when that happens and he's talking to Mary, I thought that they named the episode after her. <laughs> That was my well, only thought. There was the repeating theme. You yeah. will walk with us. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Powerful. And 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 yeah, like like Thora, what an amazing job. Like just fighting him off. Yeah, just doing mm-hmm. her best. Like and then but here's the thing. It's the contrast of her doing her best, not really being able to do anything, but then like all of a sudden just grabbing that one thing that she can grab. Uh-huh. Yanking it off and yanking off half his face. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and that the effect of that just drives the knife up further up into her abdomen yeah. slash scapula slash rest of her body. Um, yeah. But and but then the contrast to that, by the way, is him with his big ass beta hands slash Ryan Hurst hands because it's still Ryan Hurst. <laughs> They're his hands. <laughs> he literally palms her head as he's <laughs> as he's putting her against the tree, like it yeah. was one handed, like he palmed her head, and it, I was just so. I wasn't going to bring this up either, too, because, but I was just just thinking about the scene. Wow. I mean, hmm. you thought they weren't utilizing Ryan Hurst enough. Right. He's pretty naturally talented. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's naturally gifted. Oh, man. The way, the, now that you are so focused on the way that he palmed her face, it, um, because I, you know, Beta in the comic books was a famous basketball player. Right. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he swoosh, and, and the one handed layup, and nothing but tree. <laughs> <laughs> 
but well, it, like it was gentle like he was a setting wrong. a yeah like he palmed a basketball and just set a ball right there it was <laughs> semi gingerly right it was like he was kind of like <laughs> it's like he cared more for her now that she was dead and going to be a guardian than ever than he ever did when she was alive okay so now we have to do a mental health check <laughs> <laughs> how are you feeling about beta now <laughs> Um, Beta met the wrong people first, and we just need to re- <laughs> we just need to reprogram him. Let's let's take that even one step further. Aren't you glad he met the wrong people first? Because I think there would be kind of trouble for for our group if he, if they had met him first. Uh oh. Well, under the circumstances, the, the, it could. Yeah. Hmm. Right. You're probably right. Our group would have killed him. Yeah, our group would have. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They would have. Oh, boy. Unless, mm, I don't know. If anyone could have brought him around, maybe Daryl. If Daryl had met him first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But first when? Because he hasn't been this new Daryl for a long, you know? That's true, too. Like, Daryl now can't meet Beta seven years ago. (laughs) Or five and five. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Five years ago, Daryl is not the same Daryl. Yeah, well... Maybe everything had to happen this way so that we didn't kill Beta and we can just reprogram him. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's why I said that because yep. uh, it was good, good that the wrong people found him first so they could fuck him up and then we can go, here's some healing magic. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> That's right. That's Sorry, right. Sorry, I'm, I'm just feeding you false hope right now. That's just <laughs> wrong. It's just wrong. I know how wrong I am. It's okay. Just I know how wrong have... I am for feeding that part of it. Just let me have this. <laughs> we're not wrong, but we're also not right. No. <laughs> so. But I'm not delusional. I know it'll never happen but i'm gonna talk like it can yeah because that's how we do around here (laughs) that's what we do we never lose hope (laughs) right okay so never lose hope the takeaway from the scene is though with with half of his face ripped off Mm. uh walker mary rises Mm -hmm. and it looks as though she's going for him until alden takes her down it does right it does and, and i think a beta's acutely aware of his predicament right now like first of all he kills the whisper nearby yeah, oh yeah that recognizes yeah. him so that's right. a problem already like if people are good from his group it's like walkers and people alike now recognize him for who for who he which is weird right like his face was still pretty dirty under there like we're gonna <laughs> so this much of your face is missing and all of a sudden you're recognizable <laughs> <laughs> this okay. is see, and this is the part I think Chris would have a problem with. See, yeah, anytime we have Chris. a we have a problem, we'll be like, and in this week's yeah. segment of Chris hates everything, even though he's not here. Right, right. Then we could just blame it on him, right? And we <laughs> this is not us. This is Chris. We got yeah. a special. We got a fax. We got a fax from Chris. Faxes this is from the from apocalypse, Chris. right? <laughs> it's a telegraph, people. <laughs> this is bullshit. Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, stop. I mean, seriously, stop. Uh, this, we're reading the tape. Yeah. See what's really fucked up about us doing this right now? People don't know what we're talking about. People don't know what we're talking about. This is telegraph tape. What's telegraph? telegraph ta- yeah, you oh read. Oh my God, you people. Okay. Just Morse because code? we're 40 plus. <laughs> Does anybody know? Okay, no. Um, I, I can definitely be Chris in that scene though. Like really, I mean, now that you say that, it definitely looked like she was heading towards him. Right, um, right. I was just, I was really, I was more, um, I was more focused on the fact that Alden uh, mercyed her. Right. Basically is how I looked at it. Which by the way, made me think of Alexandria's slogan. I don't know why, but Alexandria's slogan, mercy for the lost. Oh, oh, okay. Right. All right. Even though well, like he's was, part of Hilltop, but whatever. Um, who isn't it? Isn't it Z Nation that calls it 
mercy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, look at that. But they took a lot of things from The Walking Dead, didn't they? They, they, sh- they sure did. They, but they I just, sure I, I really thought that was a really nice moment. And I said it out loud even. Like, that was really, really nice of Alden to do. Like, that was really nice of him to do. <laughs> or, 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 and this is, the, by the way, another Twitter, a Twitter-cism, a, quid, a criticism from Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Um, like, oh, man, you should have killed Beta. <laughs> <laughs> like it could be that he was trying to hit beta. It could, it oh, could might be well, that he, he was trying, missed. and he just kind of missed. You know, maybe. I mean, man, why, why even bring that up? Now I'm mad again. Now I'm mad. Why didn't he shoot beta? Wait, hold on, I'm getting a. Mary tel- was already dead. Hold on, I'm getting a telegraph from Chris. <laughs> yeah, I know, just right? Didn't. Stop. <laughs> this is bullshit. Stop. I mean, come on, Alden, stop. He's right there. Chris, shoot Chris. him in the back of the head. Mary's already dead. Shoot beta. <laughs> By the way, your husband's saying beta and Daryl could have been the TWD Bash brothers, like from Mighty Duck. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, what, what was that movie with um, Paul Newman? Like the two brothers? I think it was the two brothers in that movie. It was a hockey movie, and I can't remember what it was called now. Oh, I don't know. Don't anyway, know that one. Eric, help me out here. Uh, <laughs> this is Eric. Hockey Bird, movie people. with Tom Newman. Oh, he Paul can't hear Newman. me. Paul Newman. He's got his headphones on too. He can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to listen to the Squawking Dead episode, <laughs> Rachel. Right. I would have to talk to my husband through this screen, even though he's right here in the same room. <laughs> and there's a lag too, which is even funnier oh now he's looking <laughs> <laughs> see <laughs> he should have bought us a- I, didn't, I didn't pay for the coffee so i can't <laughs> that's I'm, exactly I'm what lag. i was gonna say i'm lag because i didn't pay for the coffee yeah <laughs> meanwhile rachel you could just, uh, just send it to him <laughs> could i i can't i mean you have it in slack you just send oh it to i don't him. know i don't know how to do that you, i don't know who to send you're links. <laughs> look who you're talking i know to. i'm sorry <laughs> Send a link. Sounds like a foreign language. Oh, by the Chris, Chris is on on. Yes! He's on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad. Okay, did, hold on. Did we nail it? I, everything he wanted to say, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, Chris missed the whole conversation. We, Chris, at any time we have a criticism with the show, we just blame it on you. We say we say we get a telefax from you saying 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 that's bullshit. Stop. I mean, come on, seriously, guys, stop. <laughs> Alden should have killed Beta in that moment. Stop. I mean, why waste your arrow on Mary? Stop. Hashtag Chris hates everything. Stop. Chris hates everything. (laughs) I love it. Awesome. This this also had a very um, uh, end of season four, beginning of season five feel to it. Like everybody separated in the woods, doing their own thing. Yeah, like on the road to terminus sort of thing, right? Yes. Or right? Yeah. Right. Yes. Yep. But I, I did want to. Speaking of that, so that's actually really good what you said because right before Yumiko pops her, she's like, <laughs> "We go through, we go through shit to go through shit, and then pop." Right? Now, I that had to have been said on the show before. I, I've heard that line before. I swear I have. I feel like Rick said it at some point. Yeah. I know I've heard that line before. Or like maybe even Maggie. Maybe. I'm not sure. But, and and people correct us if if we're wrong. We got, got, we're alive. So you can just tell, no, you're (laughs) wrong, Dave. It wasn't either of them. It was Morgan. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Or better yet. Tell, yeah. Tell us who, who it is and and what episode it was from. I know I've heard that line before. Yeah. By the way, Chris says I'd beat his ass for leaving everyone during a pivotal moment. That's Eugene. Huh. Huh. huh which hmm. is but by the way that's eugene would also beat his own ass that's that's the point and <laughs> yeah. so goes the exact wrong person for advice about this thing. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like god put him in the right place well um, almost like he knew he knew carol would give him permission yeah exactly yeah i mean i don't think he he knew i think he was a little out of his mind but 
I think it's just, it's just like fair. you go to the person that's there yeah, and enough. then you get what you get. We go through shit just to go through <laughs> shit. But like there is an irony of when Carol says we go through, th- through shit to go through shit and then I, and then she gets socked in the face. But, and by the way, when she got socked in the face in the live watch, and I feel like I should cut this in somewhere, I audibly laughed so hard. <laughs> I laughed so hard because there's something about, you have to understand, I like Carol. I like her a lot and I'm so mad at her because right. she's getting people killed and there's this weird release for the audience like when she gets something somebody like tell, like shut the fuck up and just knocks her one it's just such a release there's like an audible like okay I can feel better now like a little bit <laughs> somebody gave her some sort of punishment for all the shit she gave to everybody and it was the right person yeah. too I was immediately defensive and I screamed F you Yumiko <laughs> oh my god really yes <laughs> there wasn't that little part of you that's just like okay she had that coming yes. um yeah. i mean maybe a few minutes later but yeah. my initial reaction was to defend my queen yeah yeah no, aj saying i loved it <laughs> <laughs> did she deserve it probably yeah yeah. Uh, it, yeah chris is like carol ate that punch she was like please may I have some more <laughs> right it's <This is> chris <laughs> well i mean again think about who carol is think about her history like sh- when she does something wrong that would oh, be no. what she would expect right yeah. I mean... I almost think she did want to take the punch from you. Maybe she egged her on a little. Maybe. But I think she was being real with her. Like there's, there's, there's this, which is even more worrying. Maybe a little but bit of both. It goes a little bit back to what I said about that scene with Ezekiel in the last episode. There's, there is like, she is not alive in a weird way. Mm. Like as long as I'm around, I'll have sex with you. Maybe that'll make you <laughs> feel better. And as long as I'm around, I will egg you on a little bit to like make you feel better. And then as long as I'm around, I'll, I'll get Alpha's head and maybe I can be alive after that. But then mm-hmm. that goes to what Negan, and I'll touch on it briefly because I don't want to go into it too much, but it goes to what Negan says to Alpha about after my wife died, I didn't feel anything. Yeah. And so that's, yeah. you compare these two things and it's like, I, is it a good thing that Alpha does it? It's Alpha. Whoa. Car- <laughs> that Carol doesn't whoa. feel nothing. I don't know. I don't know. Cause it, because there's so many things swirling around this episode. You get Judith and the idea of this is what we're fighting for. This is, you know who you're fighting for. Do we know what Carol's fighting for? Do we know what Negan is? We know what Negan was fighting for, but was it really to save people after a while? Was it really to save people? When he was with the saviors? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think, yeah, I think that's what he convinced himself, but I'm not so sure it was true by the end. Oh, yeah, exactly. And so, and and so in terms of Carol, like, what, what is this about? And maybe Alpha as well. Like, I think maybe she had an idea of how we should live, but did it get away from her? Did Carol's thing get away from her? Did did Negan sing get away from him? I think they all, all these things get away from people and then you lose, oh wait, we're doing another Morganism. We did, uh, I know I ain't wrong, but I ain't right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I lose people, I lose myself or like that sort of thing. Like yeah. I lose my wife, I lose myself. I lose Henry, I lose myself. I lose, which by the way, lose Lydia. Like, I lose, yeah, I lose Lydia, I lose myself. Mm-hmm. Wow, we're getting echoes <laughs> of Morgan all over this. It's just the stink of Morgan that I love. I, that's it's why like he's my he favorite character. Left, it's like he never left the walking dead. 
good. Morgan is hipster tragedy. It's like <laughs> Morgan did it first. But oh, by the way, Chris says we go through shit to go through shit. He said that phrase is a Shaneism. It sounds like a Shaneism. Oh, okay. Holy fuck to go that far back or that Maybe far. Maybe Shane did say that. Holy shit. Which is further the point of like yeah. how far Carol has gone into the shit. Like mm-hmm. the first thing that the, everybody kind of figured out was like, you have to know who you're fighting for. And maybe Shane was just just fighting for Lori and Carl. <laughs> Yeah. Just. I mean, I think he made that pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. If it came down to everybody else or Lori and Carl, he would have wasted everyone. Oh, to yeah. Save- Which is a, at least <laughs> something, by the way. And Carol, I, I don't know what you're doing. Who are you doing it for? I mean, maybe there's this like, oh, I'm doing it for everybody. But no, I don't. I mean, yes, but no. Not I mean, if I you're doing it for everybody. You're getting, you're doing kind of what Negan did too. You're hanging people from rafters. You're yeah. leaving Aaron to get Aaron and Luke to get killed by walkers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I love picking all this up because everybody's doing kind of the same thing. And it's just so cool to kind of see that everybody's just like Morgan. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> sort well, of. Yep. Everybody goes through shit. They deal with it in a different way. And, but but the message is the same. Yeah. yeah, the message is sort of, which is kind of strange since we've gotten so like years into the apocalypse, like 10, literally 10 years into the apocalypse, mm-hmm. you know? So whew, mm. I guess it never really <laughs> leaves you. We go through shit to go through shit, I suppose. Yep. But Carol is Morgan, Daryl, Michonne, and even Rick before they found Alexandria. Mm. Yeah, all these people, like Carol is in that state. Mm-hmm. Oh, Eugene spent so much time trying to be useful to our gang or pursue Rosita only to piss everyone off. Do you remember when Carol was saying that? I, tr- I did all this. Mm-hmm. To, to try to take Alpha out and I didn't even get that and I ended up pissing everybody else off and Eugene there is this weird parallel between her and Eugene like where Eugene was trying to be useful or helpful in some way and just ended, ended up pissing everybody off or yeah. like he was pursuing Rosita this whole time and all, he didn't have anything <laughs> to show for it yeah that too yeah yeah I mean you need to know yeah. and, and then the lesson that Carol should learn from the situation is you need to know when to let it go <laughs> Like Eugene did of yeah. Rosita. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, Eugene didn't let that go till he had something better, though. <laughs> yeah, typical man. So maybe Carol just needs something better. <laughs> like like Daryl. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> By the way, Alani's saying the same thing. Shane definitely lost himself, too. I mean, yeah. 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 Yep. Alpha, oh, yeah. Look at him in the CDC. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> well, look at you. Do you forget sometimes you're bald? No, I'm kidding. I do. Uh, right? I, I wouldn't blame you. I do. I do, t- I do too. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, Nisa's saying Shane actually said that, by the way. Yeah. He did. Okay. That was we a Shane quote. We had some confirmation. Awesome. Awesome. Carol finds Lydia's stick just after that scene. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. The thing that really, that really bugs me about that is like right after this conversation with Eugene, you should have let it go. You know, I did all this and I have nothing to show for it. And then you see Lydia stick and it's kind of like, does that tell, is that something that informs the audience and or Carol, hopefully, because we don't know what happens after this, um, that maybe it was Lydia she should have been protecting all along. Maybe this is your clarion mm-hmm. call. This is the Sophia that you could have saved. Mm-hmm. You know, that's oh, I, that's the only thing that I was thinking of in the second watch is like... <laughs> 
because not the first watch. The first watch was like, this Lydia stick. Right. <laughs> That's all I was thinking. <laughs> no, my, my, my brain went a totally different direction. Oh, I, please. Well, I just thought, um, <laughs> now we kind of know where everyone is geographically. Like Lydia was here when Negan came up to her and now we see this group in the same location. So yeah. they're all relatively traveling the same direction in this relatively the same area. Right, right. That's, that, that was, was on that the first was watch. No, no, that was the, on my first watch. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're close. They're close. You can yeah. Get, okay, she can find them. Which, by yep. the way, that leads me to thinking like that maybe, because at the end of the episode, we don't know where Lydia is, but mm-hmm. I know where Lydia is. And that was the second watch. So there's, mm-hmm. and, and it's going to be fitting that Carol finds Lydia. You know why? Shut up. Right? She's not. Lydia may She's well not. be at the house where Carol stayed near the kingdom. <gasps> Stop. I'm going to have to watch it again because that house had uh, wrought iron gates around it. Did it still though? There's time has passed. That's true. I just don't want you to call me out if I'm wrong. Well, I still remember what the inside of that house looked like too. Yeah, I, and but, and it had a porch with an awning. Yeah, and it did have that. But the inside, the way they showed the inside shot with her opening the door was kind of like an upwards kind of mm-hmm. thing. So you saw the you kind of saw the arch ceiling, but you didn't really see the inside of the house. And okay. it, you know, and time time could have been really cruel to it. But I want that to be true because Negan no, no, it, oh, it was right outside the kingdom. It was right outside the kingdom, not the hilltop. I don't know. Negan why I thought would have that. had to travel really. Whoa. Way. Far way to put her there. Huh? Doesn't I mean? Doesn't God mean he damn it. wouldn't. God damn it. No, <laughs> but that would possible. Been... I th- I think it's still possible. Maybe. I th- I just don't think there's time. Right. It was still daylight yeah. by the end of all this. So that's true. But let's just say that it's true and that <laughs> I'm a good writer. That would be really really cool. I should write for all. Game of Thrones. You know where the dra- <laughs> where they they try right. to fight a dragon. In... Maybe they'd still be on TV. Oh <laughs> oh oh oh. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah chris is actually gonna look and says ah the wallpaper should look the same I'm like oh chris don't go don't bother <laughs> we fucked up oh, no, fucked i'm gonna up. i'm i'm gonna watch it again tomorrow and i'm gonna pay extra close attention this time uh, anyway <laughs> daryl rosita and jerry finding judith and the kids so nabil is burned badly um yeah and so that was already didn't that like bother you like like she's like it's burnt still burning i'm like oh shit that's shipping and i happen to Nabil right now right trying to find her kids yo that was um, one thing i caught on the second watch like the first time i could tell something was wrong but i didn't notice her arms were burnt until until i watched well i only watched it the second half two times because then i turned the tv on and watched it live and just right. got the last half hour right Ugh. yeah and so and like my babies my baby's like and so she's getting a bit of a feature right now yeah mm-hmm. and nisa said the same thing is at the exact same time <laughs> my babies, babies. Um, and you know that's the thing like it, but going to the babies there's something about man like earl in this scene with the kids being so gentle and so kind and so fatherly and and it, it really made me think of the story he told to henry i think it was i can't remember who it was like about how shitty a, like a, a dad he was going to be or maybe oh. that he was to ken like mm-hmm. getting drunk while her his mom was pregnant you know tammy rose mm-hmm. and then being like um and then like i'm seeing him be so kind to all these kids like it's like the father he wanted to be with ken 100 fully mm-hmm. until times like a, a 
million like, with all these kids. Like, what a way to send that character off, right? Well, I'm really, I'm really, really upset about losing Earl. I mean, the, losing the characters is one thing. Yeah, that's sad. But more than that, he was our blacksmith. Like, Earl made our weapons. We need him. <laughs> I think Alden's learned a lot in five years. He's had to have learned a lot Sure, in five but years. he's still only one person. Now Alden's going to have to take on an apprentice. <laughs> uh, well, maybe that's where Marco can finally come in. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. God's sakes, man. Where? I know. Like, we should do like a Where's Marco? Like, a, like a Where's Waldo thing? <laughs> yeah. Where's Marco? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Marco needs more screen time. Get yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag, what about Marco? <laughs> Yeah. What about Marco? <laughs> yeah. I instantly thought, oh shit, he's been bit. Like, yeah, I, just I, from the first second I saw yeah. him on the screen, like, oh, he don't look too good. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I went, oh shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, and Issa is even saying, oh, sorry, Walani. It's Walani. Oh. Walani's saying, Earl, I didn't like Earl that much, but tonight he was MVP. I agree. Yeah. 100%. Yep. Especially with his interactions with Judith. <sighs> right. It, oh my gosh. When he walked up to her right in the beginning and took the sword from, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. At the beginning, yeah. Okay, Come on, it's okay. Oh my it's gosh, okay. just the okay. I don't want to dwell on it too much, but yeah, that was just beautiful. Which is also interesting because he being there when the first guy died, and then he being the guy that dies later. Mm-hmm. There's something. Oh yeah, that's a really good way to Look learn that. that lesson too. That we talked about in the beginning of the episode with like mm-hmm. these aren't just walkers; they they were people. Yeah. Anyway, so like going back to that, yeah, father, and then <laughs> the second thought, and this is of course we can't we can't do a deep and and really heart wrenching philosophical philosophical thought without following it, following it up with an immediately ridiculous thought like right. oh Earl no that railroad spike is not sharp that is not sharp at all Earl you know I better thought, I thought he would have gotten it in his eye socket yeah that would have worked he missed yeah he did <laughs> Yep. I so so initially <sighs> you see the spike, you see his bloody hand and you see this and yeah. my first thought was Judith did not take his head off of there. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and then you see the other side and, and the gash across his forehead. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, he just missed. I mean, right. you see a lot of blood where there wasn't blood before. So, yeah, right. But I, I mean, he could have just laid, laid, laid it right in his eye socket and just fell. Oh, and then, yeah, but could he have? Oh, like lined it up if- and then just fallen? <laughs> Right. Well, that's kind of what he tried to do, but he missed. I'm saying get wedge the thing right in your eye and right. just let your body weight do the rest for you. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a psychological thing about yeah. that, though. Your, like, your it's brain like, might it's, not let you. It's like why you can't stab yourself other than Elliot Smith. Sorry. I was going to say who. It's always too soon when you mention Elliot Smith stabbing himself literally in the chest. Jeez. Or who? like you can't drown yourself. Like you can't physically hold yourself underwater. Your yeah, body have, will. Well, you need like air. a weight or something. Right. You would need something to hold you down. You right. can't hold yourself underwater. <laughs> See, this, this is why we need Chris for this conversation. <laughs> like, Chris, come on. Tell us all the ways we can survive and die. <laughs> Everybody. Uh, anyway. And call us out if we're wrong because you know we are. <laughs> So. Yeah, I'm just, these are just theories. I don't know if it would work. I've never tried, obviously. <laughs> By the way, well, Lonnie, that's the funniest response too. Like, I could never do that. I would just run off into the forest instead. <laughs> like, right, but, just the, but then he would come back. But then he would die, turn and come back. Right. He didn't, be wanna, like, he didn't want to kill the kids. I left my wallet back there. <laughs> well, didn't we see other people like tie themselves to trees so that they wouldn't wander off? 
Oh yeah, that's right. Oh gosh. Yeah. He could have tethered himself. <laughs> I, I never, okay. And again, we're tangenting, but like, I never buy it when people tie themselves to anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, can you really tie yourself to a tree? Can you really, can you do this? And then, oh, I'm tied well, up now. It's, I don't know. Maybe well, I'm Well, you wrong. gotta think about yourself just being a walker. A, a walker is not going to know how to untie a knot. So you're not going to have to tie your wrists. You would just have to make sure you're not going to get away from the tree. You could loop it around the tree and tie it around your ankle. <laughs> All right, but Just so the, you can't walk away. Where there's a walker, there's a way. I don't exactly. know. I mean, they, they pull off their own leg, though, eventually. That's eventually. Sort of eventually, yeah. I'm thinking, you know, who knows? But anyway. Oh, and one important factoid. And I could be wrong about this one, too, but I think I'm a lot, I'm more on the 100% <laughs> right on this one. The house that Earl takes Judith and the kids has got to be the same house. And again, this goes back to season nine. It's okay. got to be the same house that um, Gage, Rodney, and Addie take Henry to when they're they're hanging out via the secret passageway yep okay yeah that would make sense that would make a lot of sense is this also the same is this also the same house that henry takes lydia to later yes yes okay to like stash her away from her mother yeah Uh yeah well and that that Uh has more sense when it comes to looking back exactly last year Mm -hmm. because that's you know they decide to get oh was it enid comes up to oh rip enid enid yeah comes up to henry and goes yeah i'm sorry dude but this is the only way and lydia has run off already you know, basically. Right. Yeah. Because you see the posters on the wall, like they're all like, you know, from when they were hanging out and stuff like that. So, and and like the, I think there was like the stained glass and there's like, like these, all these cool hip uh, blankets and stuff like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's got to be their place. So it was, yeah, sectioned off. Like somebody had like hung, was hanging out. Was just hanging out, making out yeah. in the back. <laughs> That's where the kids are now. Drink, drinking our moonshine. <laughs> yeah. I want moonshine. No, I don't. I don't. I'm acid reflux or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. We got that one down. Okay, now we get to Negan and Alpha. We're going to get into this conversation now. And like I said, the, that walker in the distance is like this weird Greg Nicotero callback to Night of the Living Dead, callback to the beginning of the series. Mm-hmm. Like, who is your enemy really? Who? But who do we want to be really? Yeah. But we get into the meat of the conversation. And, and one of the main things I wanted to take away is Negan corrects Alpha on who the Alpha is in Alliance Pack. He pretty much says the lioness is the actual Alpha, mm-hmm. right? not mm-hmm. the lion. And and by the way, I thought of this interesting scenario where like, what if, because she, it almost seems like as if Alpha is saying Negan should lead like a different pack. That was- And roam around and preach the this gospel. Was, this was specifically what I want, was excited to get into um, with you because that's, that is what I sort of took away from it as well. Um, kind of how he had savior outposts. She wants whisperer outposts. Right. Like Omega packs. Actually. Yeah. Which, which- what was episode 912 called? Omega. Omega. <laughs> well, no, 912 was, was Omega. it Omega? Yes. 911 was Bounty. Oh, I didn't, I should have, I should have, you're right. I should have gotten the title. <laughs> Damn, son. Look who schooled the schooler. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Um. But, and then AJ rightly points out, yeah, that was Gamma. <laughs> she was the Omega. I don't know. Anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, and so and that was what was a little confusing because it was they were saying a lot of things that were kind of going over each other's heads in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the one hand, they kind of connect, but they kind of don't. I don't know if they're even noticing that what they're trying to tell each other. Negan's almost imploring her, like, "A, you're wrong. The lioness leads the pack. So what are you doing? So what am I doing leading a pack? Uh, Beta mm-hmm. wouldn't make a good alpha. So what is what are you trying to say? You know, um, mm-hmm. which I try to make an Occam's razor about this whole conversation. It's that Negan's basically trying to 
to say that Alpha's been wrong about what, first of all, what animals are, because you're, mm-hmm. you've got this weird idea of what animals really are. I know some animals eat their young, like hyenas and stuff, but like most do not, you know, right. mo- they aren't emotionless. They're, they have some semblance of a natural instinct to care for their young, most animals. Unless they were injured. I could see an animal leaving an injured baby behind if they needed to get away in a hurry, but it wouldn't be the fir- animal's first choice either. Right. And again, it depends on the animal, but most do not. Yeah. Most. And yes. Yeah. In general. <laughs> yeah. In general, the overwhelming majority. Right. And right. so like, why do you think, so it's like, why do you think that is? Like, why do you think hmm. you need to do this to be something else? Oh, it was her destiny. I have to eat her or whatever. <laughs> But and then and then again, like you could Negan could hit her again. It's like animals don't have destiny; they just right. have instinct. You're wrong about what you think animals are. When did this get away from you, Negan? I mean Alpha. I mean everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> when did this get so, away from you? There another confusing part for me, and this maybe it was just me. Yeah. Um, we could even go back to when Alpha says, you know, I'm not happy unless I have everything I want, and she was referring to Lydia, right? Right. Right. But, but right then, what exactly did she mean? She ultimately wants Lydia to walk with them, correct? As a or guardian. Or am I wrong? Okay. As a guardian, I think. That's what At I think. At that point, okay, see. But when she has to be the one the, to do it. Alpha has to make Lydia the guardian. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get that. But when they were on the battlefield still, I, st- and then, okay. And then even more, the interaction between Lydia and Gamma. And she said, you can't go out there. You know what Alpha wants. I still was under the impression that Alpha wants Lydia to take over. And it wasn't until this conversation between Alpha and Negan that I finally went, oh, she's going to kill her. Yeah. And so I don't know at what point throughout the episode I was supposed to to know that Alpha wanted to kill Al- kill Lydia, not, I don't know, beat her into submission? Which is fair. Which is fair. It's a fair thing that you're saying. Okay. But- Good. <laughs> No, no, totally fair. Negan knows, first of all. So, but as we broke down the episode, uh, where you know, just like the one where Daryl fights Alpha, yeah, and I'm I'm like stronger now, and we interpreted that as, as oh, the tether between Lydia and I is gone, the okay. motherly tether. All right. Remember when we when I that's mm-hmm. well, that's at least what I said is like no, I I agree, yeah. Although what I did say though at the end was that like it really wasn't gone, and I'm I'm not wrong because as Negan is saying this, it's it's almost as if they're trading ver- uh, verbal emotional punches. Like they're having mm-hmm. a fight, this weird melding of the minds, kind of like a, a th- like cerebral fight instead of like mm-hmm. a fist fight that Negan and Alpha are having. They're having this emotional punch fight. This like you know, like those knockdown fights where you go punch for punch. They're kind of doing sure. that intellectually, like ideologically. Yeah, but with words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, with, but with uh, with ideas like emotional, just like right hooks, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and Negan says, "You still love her. Like, so how can you be this way?" And she goes, "It's her destiny." And but you see her getting emotional. It oh, really is. Yeah. And and I love how, like, I don't really want to even focus on Negan too much right now, but like on Alpha, it's just kind of like everything you're saying, when did this get away from you? And then eventually my brain is like, oh my gosh, she's like Carol. Like she's a dog with a bone, man. It's like, Mm -hmm. she cannot stop. There is nothing that's going to stop her. This is what I must do. I must do it. Who are you doing this for though? You're not doing it for the whispers. You're not doing it for your ideology. You're definitely not doing it for Negan because Negan is apparently not happy with it. She's not even (laughs) doing it for Beta. Beta's not happy with this. No. confused by this, you know? No. 
when when beta is more whisper than alpha is when everybody's more whisper than alpha is yeah like everybody sees it but you your shit still stinks alpha that's the <laughs> thing and and, and yeah, I, get, I get so messed up about this but yeah and so by hand like negan by the way yeah, and and chris is saying it right like negan equals omega is greater than alpha the when the mm. omega becomes greater yep. than the alpha which it, i have this small brief and like not to disrupt this conversation for a second but like i had this brief like thought about how maybe that's true and maybe because i had the initial thought of like maybe negan does break off and form another pack but wouldn't it be cool if uh lydia was the alpha and negan was the beta <laughs> like mm-hmm. i i would find that acceptable yeah but like it doesn't end up being that way it ends up being that alpha wants to kill lydia and make her a guardian right but did he want to make her negan's guardian <laughs> i don't know i don't Jeez. know yeah I, yeah i i was i was confused because i it it took me a long time to realize that she didn't want her back to to force her to join her like she she was gonna kill her until negan said it out loud like you were willing to kill your own flesh and blood and i'm like whoa when did she say that what did i miss <laughs> yeah you're, these are you're you're, you're watching a, ju- uh, a fight between juggernauts right now it's like they're yeah, they're yeah. like like mind melding each other like crazy right now <laughs> oh, I, oh see i was gonna mention this too but chris was like look above carol plus negan eagles power couple hmm carol and negan hmm, i don't hate it <laughs> yeah but there's that one thing in the back of your mind like yeah. i've been fighting so much for daryl and carol i missed the whole point Not i missed this real. whole power Not, couple no yeah uh, and lydia lydia raised by them yeah i don't know <laughs> maybe though i don't, uh, I don't think still, so he's still negan i just he's still negan i don't know yeah negan be neganing negan be negan <laughs> um everybody's like no <laughs> wait, wait actually, hold on well Lottie says maybe no no <laughs> Uh, that's funny. funny. That dialogue does deserve its own episode, to be honest. <laughs> I feel like it needs an hour to dissect Gosh. word by word. Just between those two, yeah. I did really appreciate the parallels to the comic book um, in those scenes, too. You know, his the story about his wife was true. Um, the fact that he was more attracted to her when she was bald. Like, he mentioned that in the comics, too. And um, just the, that, yeah, from that point to, you know, it was just very reminiscent of the comics. And I really, really, I'm glad. I'm really happy how it went down. I, I always said right from the beginning, if it wasn't going to be Carol, it should be Negan. <laughs> yeah. You know what? All the way from the beginning, when we were making predictions, every since the whisperers came into the picture i had a fleeting thought that might have been carol but then i immediately said no Mm -hmm. no especially if if in the back of my mind they were going to kill off henry there's a part of me that's like it can't be her because everybody a everybody's going to say it's her and so of Mm -hmm. course it can't be her right Uh, (laughs) because that's what we want But B, what does it mean for for the character to get what she wants afterwards? Mm-hmm. What what happens after that? And I always said that. I always said, what would it mean if Carol was the one to kill Alpha? And I think it would. Yeah. I think it would send her over to a dark place. And so, I mean, she does get what she wants. She doesn't actually do the killing, but right. so there is some sort of satisfaction there. But if she would have done it, I mean, she would have been fine. Like she like in the process of her trying to go after her. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Um, I loved it too. I don't. I don't know if I said it out loud on the show or or in real life but I yep that was exactly exactly how I wanted everything to happen if Negan killed Alpha I wanted her head in a bag and I wanted him to toss it to Carol just like he did to Rick in the comics and it happened and I was so well you saw me yeah I (laughs) I saw you and that was your second watch or was it your second watch yeah that was the second time I saw it (laughs) I literally I did the same I did yes I did like the Rick thing sorry Andy Lincoln or something right (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, that, that gif of him doing, yeah. Yeah, no, I just started screaming, F, yes, F, yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're like that kid in the football game. <sighs> yeah, pretty much. I was that baby from the football game. <laughs> You're basically like you when we shouted out Lance's appearance last week, who, by the way, is in the chat right now. <laughs> I did freak out last week. Lance, Lance and Millie the Jug. Are yep. they here? Hi, guys. Yep. Yeah, there they are. <laughs> We're live. We're live. We're live. We're, We're here. Live. Say hi. <laughs> Okay, if, if if Negan gets to kill Glenn a la comic book canon and we can't get out of that, then of course, Alpha, you know, he gets to kill Alpha in true yeah. form, right? I'm really upset about one thing. Okay. Really upset. Okay, yeah, please. I wanted to see Negan take her head off. Okay. <laughs> this is a family show. No, it's not. It's not. It's really not. But just like no. you can't kill babies in this show and they I mean, do get killed in the comic. Right. Oh, Very oh, there are, there are no rules in the comic book. No rules. Oh my rule. god. There's no there's no, no boundaries. Rules. Are there? No, no there's no boundaries. There's no, no absolutely not. <laughs> no. The comic books are not for kids. Not for anyone even faint-hearted. <laughs> no oh okay chris hates everything one more time because we can get into this because we're talking about it <laughs> negan slashing alpha's neck strengthening my argument that rick slashing negan's neck in the real world real world negan would have died would have died yeah is it safe to say crick and chris listen up is it safe to say that negan's cut was deeper yeah because it seemed it seemed bigger and it seemed like there was more gushing from alpha yes when <laughs> negan got sliced it seemed like a little nick over here and when he did this you know we saw just a little bit of trickle but he it did seem like he was able to hold it off yeah it was just like is left anything, of center or something right is anything i'm saying possible <laughs> a, i'm with you just i'm like survive. i'm like here here we are anyway <laughs> regardless of what we I mean like look if Nick, Nick I don't know who was directing that last episode but uh, if somebody in, in VFX and KMB was like yeah let's put a little stank on this Negan slash like ah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know yeah. Oh, he's still alive. No, but it, it was a, an a, it was a slightly extra bit of of, of gushing blood. But like, yeah. Chris is like, yeah, sure, anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're killing me, man. Uh, I love you so much. But it, it is it is a cool callback, though. It is there is something about that callback because there's a lot going on in that last scene in in the end of season eight where it's like Rick's speech, like right after he slashes Negan's neck, is like, "You are not our enemy. We." all need to recognize that out there the herd out there and then the herd turns out to probably be like alpha's hordes and guardians and stuff like that probably cool yeah foreshadowing and then you take <laughs> it takes you right back to the scene where it's just kind of like and i i half i expected her to say carl didn't know shit what bitch? <laughs> what bitch what'd you say about what did you, what did say, you say boy <laughs> Did you say, boy? Oh like, my god! Oh god! <laughs> like, and then that's when—that's why he cut her head off. He's like, "Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up about Carl!" Don't say Carl's name. <laughs> I'm Stabby Mc Three Knives. <laughs> like, like I don't know. Do you think? Um, do you think Negan was also thinking about Rick in that moment and what happened to him? Mm. That's a stumpy. He could one. have, he could have done, he could have 
maybe uh, cut her throat a lot of different ways. I mean, she had her back to him. He could have easily walked up while her back was turned and did one of these, but right. he waited. Which he is, waited till she turned around and. I almost think that that's even more difficult, like to sneak behind somebody with a knife and not get like knocked back or like get your arms up like this, like to protect yourself. Or because if point. you see that arm coming for it, you can do a bunch of things. Right? Or hypothetically, sure. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> no, martial arts, but like yeah, or like stabbed. But you could stab her right in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, but you're right. But and I think well, that he he wanted. I think he wanted her her brain alive though to give to Carol because she she was chomping. I think when the, the writers did. The like, yeah, <laughs> I think the writers wanted that. Um, I mean, that's just a little extra sauce. On yeah, it. that like, that's the, go, as long as I have the neck gash, I might as well keep going. That, yeah, that's yeah. the only thing I'm thinking. But like, but yeah, you're right. Maybe there is something to like. Hey, I gotta shut. I gotta shut this down quickly. I'll just do like. Do you, have you ever seen those like those like TikToks? I think it's TikToks or like just these short videos where the guy goes like this and the, like the people fall in the background. It's like no. a no, it's like a nod to anime, like in the animes when oh, okay. when the ninja when the ninja or samurai oh, or whatever like just pulling goes like the this. Sword out? Okay, that, gotcha. it, it signals that oh, I moved so fast that you couldn't see me slash oh. all these people. <laughs> okay. So like, and so all the people fall down behind them. Gotcha. <laughs> but it's okay. the same idea. It's like you, you do this one clean motion where you just go, <laughs> yeah, you know, and and that's it's a wrap. Gotcha. So yeah. uh, <laughs> Chris is saying gonna put her head on a spike. Oh, please I, do. I don't know though. I, maybe, maybe. If I it were me, we're okay. Wait, hold on. Where's Carol living right now? King is she at Hilltop? Is she well, living at Hilltop? Honestly, that's a really good question, man. Okay, wherever she is living. Oh shit! Take it back to Carol uh, Daryl's campsite. I don't care. Put Put that shit on a stick and post that up like a freaking trophy. Post I would. This. Oh, by the way, Liza's on the chat too. Ah, Hello. What's up? It's early in the morning there, isn't it? Oh my <laughs> like gosh. Four in the morning. No what are you doing partying all night long, party animal? <laughs> I can't go out. I can't sleep. I can't see squawking dead. Right? Yeah. I would be... I would be displaying that like like a trope. I would go. I would go back to Woodbury and steal one of Philip's fish tanks and put that shit in there. I would display it as proudly as I can. <laughs> Chris says she lived on the boat, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder though. I, I yeah, it's a good. Yeah. That's, that's a good question to write down. Like, okay, what happens to Carol now? I don't know if I if honestly, no, nah, you're not thinking diabol- diabolically enough. I wouldn't want that head around me for the rest of my life. But what I would want is to put that head on a spike, put it right near like the whisper cancel where they would camp out. Or maybe that next to that baby bird's nest, huh? Mm. And then like just where like Beta would see it because we don't know Beta's fate, right? And Beta goes, mm. my alpha, everybody <laughs> sees me now. <laughs> Walkers see me now. The guardians don't trust me anymore. Alpha. <laughs> and then he starts making out with Alpha. Blah, blah, oh, blah, blah. gross. Just her head on a stick. Oh. First of all, he I didn't get consent. Have you in life. <laughs> he didn't get consent. He didn't get consent. Okay? All right. Gross. Gross. <laughs> yes. Sorry, guys. I just oh, went a little my nuts word. There. I uh, love your beta impressions. They're the best. Alpha. <laughs> like Igor. And yet, this guy's a towering... <laughs> Head palming. He's a monstrous. mountain. He's not like this. He's like, he's like, oh, beta. <laughs> like, like, alpha. I'm above the screen. I'm so tall. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he is, he is a mountain of a human being. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so Chris says, I think Negan kills beta too. And I'm like, nah, bitch. Aaron. <laughs> Scott, Aaron? It's, it's Aaron's turn. Really? Yeah, somebody. I don't know. Know. 
Yeah, somebody normal has to ki- <sighs> normal. Somebody normal has to kill Beta. I think giving it to Daryl would be too easy. To oh yeah, Daryl, that's already he's no. You can't do that. I mean, you can do that again, and people probably want it. But I want Aaron. I want Aaron to do it so badly. What if it was Father Gabriel? <gasps> okay. <laughs> Bye. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> See you next yeah. week. <laughs> maybe that uh, maybe that water tower scene plays out a whole lot differently on the show. <laughs> yeah, ultimate sacrifice. <laughs> I mean, of course, Daryl kind of makes sense, but the thing is, you guys, you guys, it, of course <laughs> it makes sense, but like, yeah. you want to not see whatever it is that's going to happen coming. So of course, it's, right. of course, it's not going to be Carol that kills Alpha. Of course, Daryl's not going to fight Beta again, because we did that already. Yeah. Or what if Connie kills Beta? Well, that would be actually kind of cool, actually, by the way. <laughs> what if Judith kills Beta? <laughs> she gets a second chance at it. <sighs> no, I what don't if- think anything's off the table. I, I think any anyone could do it but you know what or, i would or, rather or, see. yes exactly we were thinking the same thing like what if nobody kills beta what if he, nobody kills him he jo- and what if he what if he's like the alexandria's yoga instructor yes <gasps> what if he is oh my gosh could you see him taking the mask off and he's like oh people love me and he's like do stretches yeah here, pick up the two heads like this one palm in one head one palm on the other gingerly pick them up i love it yes and he can lead alexandrian yoga now hold the stretch <laughs> hold the stretch don't hold it too far you'll snap their necks it's like okay satnam. Satnam. oh shit i killed another two uh, damn it they'll walk with us i mean no sorry we'll bury them in alexandria nope. that was last week okay sorry right, exactly <laughs> Okay, so questions at the end of the episode. What happens to Luke and Aaron, right? So, okay, Carol makes a reference to we need to get there before dark. Is she referring to Alexandria? We don't know. Oh, maybe though. Why not? I don't know. Well, I would assume everyone is on their way to the same place. Yeah. And I assume, I only assume that place would be Alexandria. Right. So I assume Luke and Aaron are also on their way. Although they were supposed to take the kids to Oceanside initially. Oh. anything is possible. Mm -hmm. And since the next week, since the sneak peeks that we got at the end of the episode are of Michonne at Oceanside, or not Oceanside, sorry, Michonne with with Virgil. mm -hmm. There could be a chance that... It would make, well, no, keep going with that because I think it would make sense that we see Michonne and what she's been up to and then the following week she comes back to meet our group back at Oceanside. That would make sense. Yeah, although if we are going to dissect sneak peeks really quickly, it looks like there's a couple things that happened in that episode next week. Yeah, I think that's Mm -hmm. all of those scenes are from next week. We initially see Virgil, then we don't see Virgil anymore. And nah, then it's yeah. Michonne running away from two guys, Michonne killing those two guys, Michonne using those guys as her walker slaves, a la, AKA before Rick, when we first meet her and Alej- mm-hmm. Alexandra, Andrea meets her the first time. So there's some sort of reversion. Oh, yeah. A lot of that seems to be happening to some of our key characters. They, there's like a reversion, like Carol reverting back to when she was getting beaten up in the sense, like what to expect. I expect punishment. Yeah. Michonne reverting back to like slave walkers. And I don't know, I, I can't see her breaking down in that way, but maybe she's using it as cover or something i don't know but the key here is that she looks different her head wrap look, makes it look as though time maybe have gone, has gone by well i also think those scenes could very well be flashbacks maybe she's sharing stories with virgil that's possible could be but then again her and that head wrap has the negan bat 
Oh, that's true. That's more recent. You're right. How does that happen? Right? Did she have it with her the whole time? And and is that even truly Lucille? Right. I think it is. I mean, I think that's the real Lucille. I think it is, but we don't know. I think that's the real Lucille. (laughs) Uh, Lucille 1.0. Well, actually, technically 1.2.0, and then Negan has 3.0. Don't you you find that extra strange, though, that she would have Lucille in that situation? Why would she take Lucille on a boat with her to follow Virgil? Why would she have that with her? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. Well, that's why. That's why I almost think maybe she picks one up and makes it. Or these are flashbacks. This well, happened before. I have an alternative. Okay. Michonne stashed Lucille at Oceanside. Okay. Like furthest away from everybody. Makes sense. And then she took it with her to the island somehow for some reason. Maybe that's the that's even further away from Negan. Maybe like for sure yeah. he won't get it from there. But then again, like why would you even keep it around? This it's is the thing that you could just burn it if you don't want him to have exactly. it. Exactly. That's the thing that's been bugging me this whole time. Why keep it? And maybe there is something to it. Maybe there's a narrative sense of keeping mm-hmm. it around. So I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that does make some sort of narrative sense. <gasps> Guess we'll have to watch to find yeah. out. <laughs> um, but wait, last sneak peek is, and this ends with Michonne getting trapped in a cell. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Just, just at the end. Too, I missed it. Okay. Just at the end. Or chap, some, it, this could be out of sequence too. So who knows? Are there people around or she's just, we just see her get trapped. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Just door closes behind her when she goes into a room and that's it. Yikes. Okay. Yes, right. Could be a big deal. Could be nothing. <laughs> What happens to Beta now that he can't walk among guardians and the living without getting recognized by either? I mean, he, he could. He could just make himself a new mask. <laughs> no, I can't. He, he could. It's it's Beta. It's I know. Yeah. But he could. That's, that's a wrap, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, will we see Connie again? We both agree. Did Negan? Ha- so this is the big question, okay? And we're, we're, we've got like eight minutes left of this. Instant. Let's see if we can finish within eight minutes. I think uh, we can. Did right Negan there. have real feelings for Alpha? Ooh, maybe we won't finish this in eight minutes. <laughs> That's tough. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes because he could see, he got her to open up emotionally. So he got to see the human part of her. So yeah, I think he did. I I think, yeah, there's a part of me that sees himself in her. Sure. The thing that got away from him. He sees the part of himself that he, that he fucked up. Sure. If things had kept going the way that they were, he could have eventually turned into her, mentally speaking. Yeah. Or maybe he got there and then she did didn't have Ooh. she didn't have like a Carl or something to get him to kind of finally pause you know it should have been Lydia but it wasn't Lydia did not have that effect on her the way Carl did on pretty much everybody well Lydia was her her Kian um right and 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 Negan never had Kian you know that's that's, that's a very interesting yeah. thing I really yeah. I really did I think he did have too I think there was a part of himself that like said if only she'd found the right people first or something <laughs> maybe right. well she was the person she was the terrible person that found everybody else though she started that i don't think if anybody else would have found her it would have mattered yeah i think she was already in that mental state oh my god i hate saying this though because it's it's it almost takes away from the emotionality about it but (laughs) like does negan love himself in this scenario because he sees that part oh oh (laughs) is he attracted to himself the part of Elba that reminds him of himself yeah Gosh, that it, would that would he, i mean he is a narcissist right that would yeah, make sense yeah nisa, nisa yep. says the closure he never got with lucille yeah Ooh, nisa okay. says that yeah yeah there is there is something to that though yeah mm-hmm. I, I think yeah and but like yes there's negan with lucille original lucille um wife lucille wife lucille and all that and like getting a second chance and alpha reminding him of her but 
and this is Negan's Lucille. Alpha is like Negan's Lucille now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like this is the new Negan. Negan is not the way he was when he was with his wife. This is new right. Negan. This is Negan after many years, 10 years in the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. So, and, and so he feels like he's finally met his match, but his match is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> right. And so I can only imagine what's going on in his head. Like, like this is it. Maybe yeah. there's nobody for me. I mm-hmm. thought this was as good as it's going to get. And I guess I just should expect nothing from here on in. And so there's an even bigger question. Do you think Negan, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, has a role on the show anymore? Does he go the way of the comic book and, and mm-hmm. exit? And didn't, is there maybe a possibility that we see him somewhere else? It's, I mean, I'm sorry. It's a, it's a big question that I don't expect you to answer. But see him somewhere else on the show? Could be a movie could be fear of the walking dead <laughs> i don't know walking dead world beyond it's in the same timeline same universe if he no i think if jdm dips from walking dead i don't think he'll pop up on any other shows i mm. mean i mean they're really good at writing they could make it work but i just i don't see it happening but there's definitely a way they could write him into the show i think that negan and jeffrey dean morgan himself has a big enough fan base that um i mean he'd be worth keeping on the show for the uh for the viewers or for the ratings i guess <laughs> no, this is like the Daryl effect. Yeah, exactly. Can't kill him off because he has too many fans. Well, if it, that's the thing. Like, if you if if you if you can't find a, a like a real good way to utilize him, then you might as well just end the, sh- end the show I and mean, end that series, right? Or so, that character. Yeah. Yeah, Yay. folks. What a fucking episode. <laughs> Awesome. So if you like what you heard, uh, do us a favor. If on Facebook, on YouTube, give us a like, leave a comment if you think we've missed something and we can talk about it in the comments. I'm sure we've gotten a bunch of things wrong. <laughs> so we're live. We, you know, there's no course correction. We can't go, right. hold on a second, let's look that up. No, <laughs> we're doing it live. If you are go- eventually listening to this on, or even do it now, I don't know, go to ratethispodcast.com slash Dead and give us a rating. That really helps. Five stars or whatever. Give us anything and uh, just leave an eggplant you don't have to don't waste your words on writing. I, I don't want to waste your time with writing words words um, words words, words. I, I wish all of you especially those of you who listen from other countries uh, a really wonderful evening you guys come going out of your way watching the show so late at night especially even even the people here people who do are working remotely from home tomorrow because of coronavirus i appreciate you for, for tuning in and i wish you all the best we will get through this love you so much have a great night what an awesome, awesome episode we will see you next week to pick up all the pieces and go into a whole other direction next week. So we bid you adieu. Bye. Bye.